0: And we are live on a frigid, <laughs> this house is a frigid, I was going to wear my underarmor tonight, but uh, another beautiful Tuesday night, Kurt Valenti, Jennifer Valenti, all in on high school sports, how are you?
1: I'm well, good evening everyone, thanks for joining us.
0: Yeah, big night, big night of college sports, college hoops, NBA, I'm fired up. Um, and we got some high school sports going we on. Do, we Before do. we get to tonight's show, we we're got comments. The
1: trifecta of sports, high school, college, and yeah. professional. Yeah, we got a little of everything school.
0: going on tonight, you know? Um, thank God for iPads. Thank God for TVs. I mean, we're ready to roll. A um, couple comments tonight. Mr. Kirkpatrick, co-host of the K&K Sports Show. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the best high school sports talk show. Not in Jersey. He's saying on Earth.
1: <laughs> Thanks, Kenny. Coach
0: Breslin is saying uh you know what i <laughs> knew right. it i knew i forgot something if i can get if i got if we can get her screen i'm gonna get that sweatshirt because i'm he's gonna i'm gonna hear him all Next night week. Next he, week.
1: I, I forgot to remind him you he's, forgot
0: to remind me
1: he didn't wear his all-in shirt yep and yep. i'm getting
0: i'm getting all over the place <laughs> uh coach brazen saying good evening looking forward to another green great show <laughs> meaning with Mr. Ramapo over there, um, you know what? I don't. I'm gonna blame you.
1: Yeah, of course. I forgot my
0: wedding ring and my sweatshirt tonight. <laughs> I'm over two. Let's see what I forgot on the computer Hopefully tonight.
1: We can only go up from here. So what Hopefully. we got on the agenda tonight? So tonight we are going to welcome uh, two different high school lacrosse programs to the show. We're gonna start with the West Essex Girls Lacrosse Program. We'll be uh, joined by Coach Bettina. I don't want to mispronounce her name. Um, Plessnitzer. I knew her as her maiden name, Miannulli, Uh with one of her assistant coaches, Gianna Durso, who we welcome back. We had yes. her on in the fall for West. Two time, uh, yep. two time on the yep. uh, on the show, huh? <laughs> and they will be joined by one of their players, Molly Simon. And then uh, later on in the evening, we will host uh, david Gallucci, who is the coach of the mount olive boys lacrosse team
0: and we're also going to get we have three topics we're going to hit up tonight Hopefully you and i them all.
1: Yep, you yep. and i
0: and we're going to see if the audience wants to chime Part in and I, fa- I found some i found nice three little topics for us to discuss tonight all <laughs> right so let's i say we let's get going here we let's we go have
1: our, we have our first guests in the waiting room so i will let them in and uh, get them situated with us Alright, so let's see who we have. Hi guys. Welcome to the show, everyone. Nice to see you guys. Let me officially introduce you to uh, our audience. I gave a a brief intro we have joining us. I have to say, Coach Plesnitzer, you might win with the virtual background. Nicely done. Welcome. (laughs) Very, very impressive. (laughs) Welcome to the show. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. And she's joined by her assistant coach, Gianna Durso, and junior captain, Molly Simon. So, on a, on a special note, I have to tell you that I coached both Bettina and Gianna as basketball players. So, this is a little, you know, love them as athletes well, That's and great because one of my, what fi- well, then
0: I hope one of my rapid fires are going to be able to answer. That's <laughs> off script, so
1: we'll see. There we go. I just put you guys on the spot. Oh, so, yeah. welcome, and thank you for joining us, guys.
0: Thank you so much for having us. Um, can I start off? Yeah. All right, really I'm going to start go. off. I'm going to start with Coach um, Plez because I don't know. I'm bad with names, so I don't <laughs> want to screw it up. So I'm going to go Coach Plez. I heard that that's what the, the girls call you. So if that's, is it okay call you Coach Plez? Yes, it's difficult. So that's, that's perfect. All right, we're going to stay with that. All right, so West Essex um, has a law, has a strong tradition of, uh, of a great lacrosse program. Can you talk a little bit about the tradition and where you want to even take the program further now that you're the head coach?
2: Sure. Um, I'm so fortunate to be leading the program now um, and have a fantastic staff and support from our admin team and the families within the community. Um, it, it makes our life easy when we have girls who are committed and who are passionate. Um, the long lines of tradition were always to build strong and successful young women um, and send them out into the world to just conquer anything that they set their minds to um, losing a whole season last year. We're so eager to get the girls back together. Um, but as far as, you know, where we hope to go, we, we had a pocket of years where we were the top in the state Um, rallying in county championships, sectional championships, state championships, and getting back up to that tier of play, Um, having the girls committing to year-round lacrosse, the game has grown exponentially, um, and just continuing to breed that success. We always have multi-sport athletes, which is fantastic. Um, We continue to support them in every avenue. Um, and like I said, we're just really eager to get back out on the field this year and see what we have um, and moving forward.
1: Nice, Coach. You mentioned again the the history of the program you guys have, if I'm not mistaken, three Group 2 championships in the 2000s. Um, and Coach Derso, you were a member of the 2009 team, if I'm not mistaken. So if you kind of piggyback off of what Coach Plessner had said, um, you know, you guys always have – Real, you know there's a lot of really strong teams in northern New Jersey and you guys really have a tough tough schedule you know I always feel like that record is not indicative given the the type of competition that you're seeing so I was wondering if you could just um speak a little bit to, as a former player knowing what um that competition is like and the caliber of player that you need to breed at West Essex to compete and then if you guys are again this year in that ultra competitive conference Uh, Yeah, absolutely.
3: So when I was a senior, we had won the group two state championship um, and went on to the TOC championship, which was amazing. Um, But I think basically we had our mindset on that. We, you know, that was our goal and that's where we were going and we weren't going to settle for anything less. Um, But the thing is, is our chapter I always say, I always said this to coaches when in college too, if you recruit, just go to the tri-state area, just go to North Jersey. Like the top teams in the state are all, you know, not all from New- North Jersey, but you know, Summit, Chatham, Mendham, like West Mountain Lakes, like all, and, and even so much more, it's grown so much since then. Cause I think girls are getting their hands in their stick at such an earlier age. Um, but I definitely think we always had challenging seasons. Like my senior year, we had lost to Mendham, Chatham and Summit all in our season. And then we went on to beat all three of them back to back to back in our state run to win the state championship. So, you know, it was kind of crazy there. Um, But I think playing against such strong competition just makes you better because you're learning from it. You're growing from it. You're seeing what they're doing, what works, what doesn't. Um, You know, if you just go into an easy game, sometimes that's not gonna always challenge you and make you better. So um, it's always exciting to kind of face those challenges. and for this year, um, Bettina, I don't know if you want to speak a little bit about the conference, um, but we definitely have a challenging schedule set for us. Um, we're excited, and we start off with a challenging um, couple of scrimmages, which is amazing because, you know, it's going to test the girls. We, we want a challenge, you know. You don't want to go into a season and know that every game is going to be a blowout. You, if, if you're an athlete and you're a high-caliber athlete, you, you want that challenge for sure. Nice.
0: Uh, my question is for Molly. By the way, before I get to Molly, our good friend Eddie Cicliano is saying good evening. Oh, so hello, sis Coach is checking sis. in. Um, <laughs> Molly, you play as a freshman, and then obviously um, last year there's no season, so you go from freshman. You go from a freshman now right to a junior, but not just a junior, a junior captain. Um, how has that jump been uh, from a first year fr- from a freshman? to a captain and what are some things um, that you think you're going to do a little different now that you're going to have more of that leadership role?
4: Yeah, I think it's actually pretty cool. You know, Um, last year um, before the season off season, I was working really hard because I was coming off a really big, um, strong freshman year. And I knew next the next year, my sophomore year, it was going to be really important. I was going to be a leader on the field because I was more experienced and you know, having that season taken away, um, just kind of like pushed me to even work harder. And I never really stopped working. And I think, like, I'm up for the challenge completely. Like when I was named captain, right away, I knew I was up for the challenge. I knew I had a bunch of girls um, looking up to me. And it's really an awesome role to have and have younger girls like look at you as a role model. Um, so I think, You know, it's challenging right now. Like, I'm a junior, I'm only 16. So it's like, you know, kind of weird, but it's really exciting to know like, you have a group of mentors um, and coaches who like notice all your hard work and dedication um, to the sport. So I know I have a really good good group of girls and leaders behind me. Um, So I'm really excited for the challenge. Awesome. It's
1: very nice. Uh Coach Plez, I'm gonna I'm gonna interject a question that I didn't have before my name. We're going off script already. So uh really quickly, cause, uh Coach Dorso had kind of touched upon it a little bit. You guys are still playing in the N J G I L L conference, is that correct? North Jersey Girls yes. yes. And now the last season that you had you were in the Stars and Stripes division, is that correct? I know it's it's amazing how that conference has grown. I mean, the sheer size, it's just like every team, and it's a sport that's still growing. It's just, it's just absolutely amazing. I just looked at the list and it's just like, I kept scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. You know, I think we used to have three divisions when I first started coaching. So now this yeah. year, will you be in that same division? Because I know sometimes they do like a sliding scale. They realign constantly, you know, good or bad, no opinion.
2: <laughs> so... For maybe like six to eight seasons, my my first couple years back coaching under Jill, um, we were in that top tier um, with the best of the best when they had just realigned things. Um, and we had some seasons we were 500, we were above 500. But again, we rallied and pushed to stay there because like G said, we wanted to always seek the best competition. We scheduled the toughest scrimmages to prepare us for that cutthroat season with three to four games a week of back to back with scouting and film and did everything that we could to prepare our girls to constantly push them and challenge them. Cause we really felt that we grew and we learned so much from those defeats against those super tough teams um, that would prepare us for our state run. So we have slid down one division um, as of two years ago, but uh, again, Due to the growth of all the programs around us, we are still seeking to play the top competition and and surrounded by so many great competitors and our county is super, super competitive with Montclair and Glen Ridge. Um, Our scrimmages of Mountain Lakes and Bernards and Randolph will kick off the season on the right foot. and we're in that Stars and Stripes division.
1: Oh yeah, I just wasn't sure if it had changed. I know, you know, I wasn't sure if missing last season, if they just kind of would have kept things the same and how that was gonna work. Yeah, they did. Okay, Um, now going back to 2018-19, talking about your roster a little bit, it seems like you had like maybe four freshmen that played like a really pivotal role on that team and a group of sophomores who will now be your juniors and seniors. So I was wondering if you could highlight some of your returning players and the role that they'll have for you.
2: Yes, so uh, It's crazy to like Molly and Gianna Poro and Hallie Aschenbach and Kate Lutz who were pivotal players for us on the field. Just those raw um, natural athletes. Um, Molly has dedicated and her primary sport is lacrosse. Like she said, she never stopped. Um, But the others that I mentioned are also multi-sport athletes, but more field hockey focused. But you put them on the field and they'll just fight for you. So as freshmen, they did their job and they showed up every day and they were fearless uh, and they showed and taught those seniors so much. And the seniors who were experienced brought that composure and, and taught them those lessons that they needed in those moments of pressure. And they were able to take the ball in, in their hands, but let the little ones kind of just do what they needed to do and, and, and experiment and just give their best at all times. So I just, like you said, it's so weird to hear and say that they're juniors. And my heart breaks for those seniors last year that that did not have that opportunity to finish out their career the way they should have. Um, and the developmental role as a sophomore, I think is huge. Um, but these guys I know have faith, like Molly said, are ready to step up to the challenge. And luckily we're all in the same boat. Every program um, it is going to deal with the same struggles and and the same excitement to get back out there. Um, But those four freshmen were super impactful players. Um, Even last year, we had C.L. McInerney, we had um, Olivia Cebedo, we had Gianna Macrino, who were going to be impact players for us. and, And right out of the gates in preseason, they had really impressed us with their hard work um, and their knowledge of the game and they were just sponges and they every day wanted to improve and were pushing those upperclassmen um, to, to get better. So our sen- we're a little light on the senior class. I think it's our smallest class. Our junior class has a ton of killer athletes. Um, and, and again, we have freshmen who are coming in that have missed a whole year of wreck. And that haven't played since that lower level that we're just eager to mold them as quickly as we can to get them ready for the, the super competitive high school league that they're going to be stepping into.
1: You know, Every time we speak to a coach, I always like get something uh, that I haven't thought of. You know, like you made me think of, again, those those youth players missing that year, that pivotal. You know, we always say like yeah. the pivotal year, the pivotal Seniors. year, but those that that youth kid coming into high school i mean you're right i I haven't thought of that that's a big year for them to miss too yep good very good point
0: uh coach dorso without giving uh any secrets away because we never know who's watching (laughs) can you just explain a little bit about the style of play of what you guys want as a as a coaching staff uh what kind of style you guys are gonna play
3: um So we use our strengths and we build off of them. And I I think our biggest strength is uh, speed and um, like grit kind of, it's like, we love like the scrap plays, you know, the ground balls, like all those hustle stats. Um, And I think with, we have multi-sport athletes who, which I love, you know, Coach Pleas and I both were multi-sport athletes and that's amazing. Um, So we have to use those strengths, you know, to our advantage, we have to use our speed, we have to push the ball, Um, you know, and really, really working on the hustle stats and things like that, because that's what's going to separate. I think that's going to, you know, make such an impact on our season this um, year. And I think the biggest thing is, you know, uh, all gas, no breaks, just, you know, (laughs) keep going, keep hustling no matter what. Um, And I think that uh, that kind of style is going to get us far this year for sure. But can't give too much away. No, 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 absolutely
1: (laughs) not. A little teaser. Yeah, a little teaser. Molly, my question is for you. Uh, Coach had mentioned it, and you did a little as well, how you are a year-round dedicated lacrosse player. Um, I have kind of a two-part question for you. I wanted you to just kind of explain to our audience, like, what does it mean to be committed to the sport in that fashion? Um, And then also, I was wondering if you could touch upon a little bit how, like, your summer and fall showcases maybe were affected due to the COVID circumstances.
4: Yeah. Okay, so, you know, being – all-around um year athlete with lacrosse is definitely um hard um you know i play a fall sport too so um a lot of what happens in the off season for lacrosse is in the fall so i was like um leveling with fall soccer and fall lacrosse which is obviously a lot of work but um it's really fun you know playing with like a different group of girls on my club team like makes me a better player, I think, you know, just such hardworking, talented girls I get to play with every week um, who have just taught me so much about the game. And I think it's really an awesome experience, you know, to push yourself with the best girls in the country. The girls on my team are just really amazing athletes. So I get to work with them and the girls from West Essex. Um, So that's, it's obviously hard, but I really like it. Um, I don't really like having nothing to do. So, you know, like, (laughs) having a schedule like really full of like, you know, lacrosse events and soccer events is really fun for me. Um, so yeah. And this summer we actually were lucky to have a bunch of tournaments. Uh, I think we had five or six, um, you know, they were in the area, but a bunch of teams were able to play the highest level competition. Um, we even were broadcasted on live TV, which was really nice. You know, no coaches, college coaches were allowed to come watch us um, in the summer or the fall um which made it pretty hard for recruiting um so everything was like really filmed but um you know you had big like support system behind your back and all the girls were there for each other um so this fall you know with recruiting um you're allowed to start talking to them your junior year September 1st so like your fall was really important and it's kind of hard, you know, just to get everyone to like watch your film um, because they don't want to go through with commitments, you know, only seeing you on film and the dead period just continues to get extended, which makes it hard. Um, But just being able to play just makes me appreciate it more and more. Every time I step on the field, you know, you never know when it's going to get taken away from you. So every time, I've been able to play. I just feel really lucky and appreciate oh, very nice. Good Molly, night. I'm
0: going to go off script now. and uh, Because <laughs> last week we had um, RJ Fiori from uh, St. Peter's Prep, baseball player, and he also does the, uh, the travel teams and the summer teams. So we asked him this question, I want to ask you, you mentioned obviously lacrosse and your club program. Is there anybody that your teammates win, that are your teammates on these club teams that you play against in your high school season?
4: yeah um how like how is like
0: how is that you know like
4: it's weird like my freshman year um, a bunch of the girls on my steps team are from summit so there was like I think six or seven of them at that game and it was weird because I play I play defense on my club team and I play midfield for West Essex so you know they see you on midfield and I with scoring goals and like my <laughs> club coach coaches summit too, so that's even weirder. Um, but it's actually really fun, you know. Like, you're obviously like going against them, but like when you're off the field, it's just like really funny. It's like see them in a different environment. It's interesting, it's yeah, you know, yep,
1: yep, gotta go from that friend to competitor, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, should we head into a little rapid yeah, fire? Yeah, definitely. Alright, Coach Durso, you've been through this before. We have a little segment we call Rapid Fire. So we're gonna give some, you know, kinda of more quick fun questions with you guys. So we'll just go how about in this order? Coach Pless, Coach Durso, and then Molly will end with you. Good. So you're up first. Alright.
0: Um I usually ask it like the best pizza place, but it's either best pizza place or where's your favorite slice of pizza from? Could be anywhere.
2: Angeloni's in Caldwell.
1: Good one. <laughs> How many D's might... in Caldwell?
2: <laughs> um, Doe in Caldwell. Ooh,
3: I don't know
1: that one. I don't know that I don't one know either. Doe. I feel so I know... good. <laughs> I've been out of the area for a little while. <laughs> all right my one is since we're this is from a former West Essex you know athlete and graduate to all current or former West Essex uh, student-athletes. Your favorite West Essex class and or teacher? I don't even know how I would answer this one. I was thinking about it.
2: That's <laughs> nice. tough, but I would have to say Lee Oberg and Woodchuck. Nice. Uh, Mr.
3: Uh, oh, my God. I just had it, and then I just... Mr. <laughs> Boyd, uh, Holocaust uh, on the side. Best, That best was ever. my runner-up oh my that's funny i
1: actually couldn't i they started that class my senior year of high school and it was the one class i always wish i took yeah
3: (laughs) it was was the only uh, not in a bad way it was probably one of the only classes i like really wanted to be smart in like i was like (laughs) i want him to know i know the answer (laughs) i gotta be smart
4: (laughs) mine's probably miss ayers and pre-calc this year very nice
0: all right. Um, the coaches can answer this as a player or as a coach, and obviously Molly's going to answer it as a player. But who is your number one lacrosse fan?
2: Jeez. It's really tough. I mean, I was so prepared to say Michael Jordan, but we're not talking basketball right now. Um
0: the who, no, no, no. Who, who, who is a who's a fan of yours? <laughs> like either who was your fan? Either I went to a game or talks lacrosse. Who's your, the number one person who would always either be at your game, talk lacrosse with you? Supporting who, your you, your yeah. supporter, your number one lacrosse supporter. I'll ask you like that.
4: Sorry, uh, my father,
3: oh, my mom, or my
4: dad. They're at everything. <laughs> my dad or my grandfather.
1: Oh, very kay. nice. I love hearing that stuff. All right, you can have a song playing on repeat during pregame. What song is it? <sighs> oh my gosh. I know Coach Plus is so hard to go first. I'm so sorry.
2: <laughs> I'm thinking Pas- uh, Sleepyhead by Passion Pit.
3: <laughs> Dragula. <laughs> I don't
4: really know. I mean, like, probably, like
1: something by like Coldplay,
0: Yeah. Nice. Very nice. Coldplay. <laughs> Coldplay fans here,
4: Coldplay fans. <laughs> I'm looking at like my playlist. I don't know. <laughs> All right. I got, I
0: got two for you for my last one. Number one's an easy one. Adidas under armor or Nike, 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 Nike.
4: Definitely.
0: Okay. And number two, you guys, if you hit your hat, you're lucky enough to hit some kind of lottery. What is your dream car, SUV, truck? What is the one thing, if you could buy, no, regardless of money, your dream car, what would it be? A Range Rover. A your Coach uh Coach, Doris, I'm sorry, what was it?
3: A G-Wagon.
4: <laughs> Range Rover, yeah. Wow, everyone like... these Range Rovers
0: in West Essex
1: area. I remind Kurt every so often that when we do hit the lottery that that's what he's coming home in for me. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Our last, my last rapid fire. Finish this sentence. Lacrosse success is
2: everybody working together towards a common goal. Oh,
1: I Love that. Gosh. Oh God, how do you how do you follow up? <laughs> <laughs> uh, lacrosse success is hard work. Nice. So all success
4: <laughs> is earned wow. by i don't know um, having the people around you push you every day to work nice harder. three awesome great answers. Answers. Great that's answers that's a great note mom
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> junior captain at her that's best it. very nice, uh, yeah. nice yep all right guys thank you so much for coming on tonight it was an absolute pleasure to have you we would love to follow up with you during the season if you guys are available and check in and see how you're doing
2: Thank you so much for having us and highlighting our team. Uh, We would love to check back in with you. Like I said, we're so eager to be together. It's been a year since our program has been together. Um, I wish it was April 1st now and that our season wasn't delayed a month. But um, thank you so much. And uh, it was our pleasure to join you. Awesome. no thank
0: you thank guys you. and coach great background no one else is beating that background tonight <laughs> i don't think so coach <laughs> top notch coach
1: well done all right good luck this thank you guys ahead. we'll talk to you thank soon you. thank you so much
0: Bye. okay so coach breslin saying great job best of luck
1: yep Yep. good luck to them for sure absolutely next um, nice interview A good oh yeah three
0: great again um listen very uh, hopefully we can definitely uh catch up yeah, with them later definitely. on Absolutely. best Absolutely. of luck to obviously the uh and again like a great um program west essex in general but um
1: it, it's funny to think you know they're saying they wish they hadn't been delayed a month you know as you know, spring sports would be starting this Friday, you know, right. the first Friday in March. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. true, yeah. So it's just, it's crazy to think that they, um you know, have another almost full month to go. And Mr. April Kirkpatrick
0: 1st. is saying uh, good luck. Well, ood luck, but, you know, I meant, <laughs> I think he means good luck. Um, All right, so let's do this. Before we get our other uh, guest in tonight, we're gonna, mm-hmm. I got three quick topics I want to go with you, and I want to get to – um. audience to get them in okay Okay. so i'm gonna hit you with three quick ones okay number one and again this is only sports that have both okay so obviously football is out okay but would you rather win a county or a state championship
1: okay i'm gonna start by saying that um i would not uh i would like to win either championship so i'm not going to you know be picky about which championship i'm lucky enough to win one so i'm going to preface it with that i'm going to say this is where you and i differ because i always see the gray and you're much more black and white again i am definitely (laughs) black and white speaking this or that boom speaking in again quote sports that i've coached you know you would have I'll use my playing experience first as a County champion in field hockey. At the time we only had six teams in the County, you know, and we did not at that time, the other five teams were not very competitive. So as nice as it was, again, I'm not going to sneeze at a County championship when we won the Essex County championships. Um, I actually didn't have it my senior year because nobody wanted to continue to play. So it stopped for a while because there are only six teams and we won it every year. So, you know, that I'd much rather have a state championship, but In some counties, your county is more competitive than, you know, possibly your state tournament bracket. So that could have a little more.
0: And I think think that's what, you know I'm saying? Like I think where, like you're saying, you could have – I mean, I don't know. I don't want to – I'm just saying like basketball. There's, say, a group – you know, you're a group four program where you win, you win, you win. Your possibility – But your best competition, like you're saying, might be in your county. Right. That's a group five school. And, you know, but I don't know. It's just something of where it's state champs. I I think it's that that term of state champs.
1: (laughs) Typically, when you hear county versus state, you automatically think state is top tier to county. Right. But when you think
0: about it, though, like you're saying, okay, Bergen County Jamboree. I mean, really, you're playing, you know. The big schools, you know, the parochial schools. You're playing, right? You, you know, the better young ones. Coach Buzzin saying in Bergen County, some may say county because of the competition, right. but you still get rings for state right. champs. Right,
1: exactly. Well, even our, our prior guests just made a great point that they would, you know, get prepared in their season and then come, you know, the the state tournament. They had to go. That was their conference competition. Come state tournament, they had to right. see those same teams. Or that it's just gearing you up. You're, you're facing this tough. Conference competition all season. Then you might go to your state tournament and not you, see you as, know what it as be too? competitive a team as it, you saw all it season. It could be too. Is
0: you end with the state tournament, mm-hmm. so it's like your season ends. Yeah. Oh, you're champs, and that's how you're ending it. As opposed to a county tournament, that's you know. See, the thing that's crazy is in baseball, and I remember talking softball. I forgot who we were talking high school softball with. With um, the, it might have been Mondel from West Essex. So we were saying. You know, you basically have to pick in baseball because you're playing a county tournament rolled right into a state tournament. Like when we played, we had a county tournament, you know, say on the weekend. But on Wednesday, we have a a group three, you know, semifinal. So when you have one dominant pitcher, I mean, we had a couple
1: group pitchers, but we had a dominant pitcher. You basically have
0: to go and say, okay, I'm going for the county. You know, and that's why a lot of times the bigger schools, I mean – you know the parochial schools and the bigger schools where they have two three pitchers, maybe even more, that they could finagle back and forth. So, you know, like in softball, it's hey, she pitches Saturday, she's pitching Sunday, right. She's pitching right. Tuesday. That's
1: a sport specific problem in baseball, yeah. You have, you, have basically pick. picking and you're, you have to where pick, you going to where you're, you're gonna, put gonna your try apples. for, her, yeah. right? Yeah,
0: um, Coach Breslin saying small teams also don't win county championships in Bergen County anymore. Great point, um, but. I don't know. I I, I still like the the sound of the state champs, you know? I do
1: think it just can't—well, when you think about size, too, you know, you're thinking if you win a group championship, it's more schools are encompassed in that group championship that you were the top of. Right. Uh, Typically, again, you know, again, coaching in Morris County are— you know, field hockey, we had a, a lot. Well, you probably had a lot of teams. How many teams were in Bergen County for baseball? How many teams Oh my Oh, Florida? my God. When,
0: when I was in high school, they actually had it where we had 16 teams, okay? It was like 16 teams, and it was actually funny because I think we were group three, but we were like a smaller group three, and we made it to the semifinals, and I'll never forget Paramus Catholic. I want to say Paramus Catholic was like – either 16 or they actually had one playing game to get there. They upset the one Rutherford. They wound up winning it by, you know, and and again, a great Catholic school, but it was, it it was just, but now it, but now 16, 16, but that was when I was a senior. Now it's like you could have 30 and they have playing games to get to the tournament. So it's a totally different animal. Now it's, there's a lot more people now that are getting in these, in these tournaments. Um, Kenny's saying in Maryland, I would say state because of smaller counties. But in New Jersey, especially Bergen County, I would say county. All right, topic number two. In this year, obviously this year there's a shortened season. There's stuff that, you know, has changed. But um, my question is, if you happen to win a scaled-down division championship, okay, are you still raising – are you still putting a banner in your in your gym?
1: Again, this is so hard for me to answer in a black-and-white manner. Um, the, Why? Well, because I feel like some of the sports have been – like, for example, the spring season is going to do a legit – like a legitimate kind of state tournament play, you know, but they're outside, they have a longer period of time, they're able to extend it. So in that case, I would. Now, basketball – you know, they weren't able to do anything like that. So what What am I going to put a, a banner for, for, a state banner? You know, if I was able to have conference play and, like, enough conference play, then maybe for the conference. But, well, and you, we talked you, about this in football. But a division, right. There's yeah. a division yeah. champ. I, for a conference, yes. I, if there was, like enough games and there was conference i think you could do a conference but if you just had an undefeated season can i declare myself Oh, when we beat that team they would have been in our our state tournament bracket then i don't think i can declare okay myself are you putting okay but
0: will you put okay so you're not a, right you're not you're not like uh you know central florida where they're just saying right, they're national right, right, champs right. when they weren't but do you put a banner you know six and oh seven and oh something like that to recognize that season i mean listen those people want to come back. Those kids want to come back, and they want to see. Let's, hey, we did something special. We went seven and zero. There was no state, no state tournament, but I was still seven and zero. Like those kids should have something, shouldn't they?
1: It's not about the kids. Not. I don't want to answer that. And make it seem like it's not about the kids not having something. The. Um... Because what about other teams in other years that went undefeated but didn't win a conference and didn't win a state tournament? You know, you didn't recognize their – every every team is going to have, you know, things that they did well. It's not to take anything away from those kids and what they did and what they played through, not to commemorate that season. But right, it's but more but – But it's more about, you know, not just making it into something that it's not – that it's not.
0: Right. It's not. But again, like remember in the past where there were no games and people just said you're state champs and you're, you know, whatever you guys were like way back when, before there was like a state tournament, they just basically, there were writers that said, Hey, you're, you know, national, um, you're state champs, group one, whatever. So, but this is where there is no tournament. So it's not like, but it's not like the season didn't happen. Like, they went undefeated. What if it's the first undefeated? It's possible. What if it's the first undefeated well, then, season in the school history? Now, now
1: you're adding a caveat. Now you're saying, what if it was the first? Now you're changing your story in typical Kurt fashion. Now you're adding a caveat to it. So if if you have your first undefeated season, that might that might be. I mean, I've seen that in, in gyms before. But I'm going to be honest. What I like, when I go into a gym, right, and you see. I like when it's uniform across all of the sports. There's actually Montville switched to this right at the end of my tenure there. Each sport had its own little individual banner. It had a conference, a county, and a state. And the years were listed in there. And it's, it's very simple. Not now at West Essex, we had all different banners hanging up. We had some that had, you know, who had retired jerseys, some of the positions that were yeah. played, you know, and it was very different and they were beautiful. But I like the uniform you know, of it all looks the same and this is our county, our conference, you know, I just I just like that. That's just my opinion. Yep.
0: Kenny's yeah. saying Uh, it's been a rough year in school, so reward the kids with a banner for sure. Again, I'm not just saying give the banner for nothing, but if they did something, you know, like, hey, if you you know, like you're saying, if they definitely, you know, if there's if it's football and they listen, you play six games schedule. See again, here's the thing, like, you know, you could have had it where say there's Wayne Hills, there's Ramapo. Okay, I'm just gonna use those two for general. Uh, in general, by the way, Coach Bowden said, I think it's always important to celebrate the accomplishments of student athletes. If they won the conference, I think it should be celebrated. I also like Jen's idea of consistency for all banners. But like say, um, again, there I know they're not in their, all, their league, but all right, Garfield-Lodi, they're in the same division. But for some reason, say this year they couldn't play. I know they played, but say they didn't play because of all this situation. You know, both teams run – you know, how do you not – I'm not going to say you just say we're champs, but I, I don't know. I, I like the idea. I just don't think this season was – I don't want to use the word a waste. Or didn't. It, it's not like it didn't happen. So, hey, if you guys went 6-0, and put a banner in there, 6-0. and It doesn't have to say lead champs. You're 6-0. and All right, last one real quick before we get to our last guest.
1: But, you know, I – He's not in just yet, so we don't need to, okay. to rush.
0: And and this is where Co- I want to hear Coach Breslin's <laughs> opinion on this one because I think that with all this going on, I think a lot of schools, him and uh, Coach Breslin, especially with uh, in Hawthorne, um, a lot of times you find the games, and and I don't even mean I mean any games. Like I've been watching Carney swimming. Yeah. Ice hockey, uh, it's awesome. All the sports are on. So my question is: Should all schools stream games for free going forward? I guess two-part question. One, just have the option to stream, not the option that they're going to stream the game. And two, should it be for free, or should they pay? You know, eventually, should they pay whatever it is—three, four dollars—to go? You go pay, go to a basketball game, or wrestling match, or whatever football game? You pay that. What's your thoughts on that?
1: You know, I find it's interesting because. Um you think of, I wonder what the school expense for doing it now has been, if they have incurred an expense, um, and if they could maintain that, because I think it's nice for, you know, not just your family, but what about your family who might live in a different part of the country, and they can see it, your grandparents, exactly. you know, so. Older, like, right, uh, yeah. people who don't well, want to be who, out who in cold, exactly, or, you know, get to not, the games, yep. and
0: parking, yep. and stuff so like that. So it
1: really, um, not just in these times, where like, immediate family members who would have gone were able to see it, but. You know, in the future, anybody would be able to see it. Do you think um, it will
0: hurt, though? Like, not hurt, but do you think schools want it? Where you know, it's a home field advantage. You know, we want our fans there. Well, I,
1: I don't. I don't think that it is. Personally, I think if somebody wants to see it live, they're still going to opt to go see it yes. live. Um, you know, again, coaching my sports regular season for field hockey and lacrosse, there was no admission, you know, but for basketball, when I coached and played, right. I mean, my, my poor father had to pay admission from the time I was a freshman in high school all the way through my coaching time. Every time he came to a wait, wait.
0: (laughs) How did the AD not give him the, what's that called? The pass.
1: (laughs) He actually did get a pass one year, but yeah, the, um, but, again, so, you know, I was coaching sports that really weren't making money, so I don't know how, how that would, you know, uh, it wouldn't affect those sports. But, yes, I do think, you know, whether the Booster Club is doing it, and you know, but I think it would be a nice, if, if, they can, if there's no cost incurred and they're able to do it, I think it's a nice feature. Now, Coach Breslin yes. said I
0: would rather have the games free and do advertising to gather funds. Yep. You don't make money anyway for the small amount of people that attend. Having the ability to watch the game anywhere for families is great for them to view.
1: Good, good totally uh, yeah. agree yeah that's but i think it's awesome
0: point. i mean i'm gonna be honest like you know you come down um i work with the teacher in school her kids play hockey and it's you know they they're, they're playing in certain rinks because everyone doesn't have a hockey rink you know right, so right, right. when she always talks i'm always like oh, i want to go you know we come home from school i see it on i watch the game for a little oh, right, bit you know right. it's just it, it's it's awesome you know you get to you know, we want to start covering everything, but you're a fan, you know. Coach of Rampo, Coach of St. Mary's, you know. We follow Garfield. So, you know, hey, when I'm home watching either college football or you're home with doing whatever, check up on Garfield Low I Check up on the Rampo game. It's awesome where you can have it where you can just tune in because you can't go to every game. I'm going realistic. Course, of course, yeah, you, right, You, right, just, you yeah. can't do it.
1: And for a show like ours, it's a nice thing to have. You could, you know, it's archived somewhere or on a website, and you could go, you know show footage see how they did in a game and actually see it rather than have to read it right. by the way I got to break some news
0: Jenny Hoops did an awesome job with our website which we'll, <laughs> we're going to try to get up by maybe what Thursday Friday by this weekend
1: we'll by try. this weekend yeah. we got some great
0: profiles but you did a great job on all three of our shows um
1: the um the other point you made me forget my other point I never uh, make it forget <laughs> oh I know what I was going to say with scouting you know, you are now, you know, you rely on other coaches. So I, I don't know how coaches would feel about this. I mean, they do fit, share films through well, high Yeah, 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 But, well, you used to say yourself how some coaches would kind of, uh, oh, yeah. you know, cut things out and do. But, um, you know, would make, from a scouting standpoint, you'd have everything at your disposal. You don't have to rely on, you know, outsourcing to get your, to get your film. So...
0: Uh, Coach Breslin saying, "Nikki G and I are looking at the outside huddle focus for football." Great job, Jennifer Mulvaney.
1: Oh, my maiden name in there. There you go. It. There you go.
0: <laughs> um, no, but I think you know. I just I think it's awesome.
1: All right, we have Coach Galucci has entered the uh, waiting room. Should we uh, absolutely move on and let him in? Let's get Coach Galucci before Coach in there. comes in.
0: Coach is saying schools can make enough with concessions, merchandise, and raffles. Games should be free.
1: I like that. I, I agree with that tenfold. Absolutely. All right. Let's see if Coach is coming on in here. Hey guys. Hey, Coach. Your uh your camera is off. Would you be able to turn that on for us?
5: Sure. Is that I okay think. with you? <laughs> yeah. Uh. Let's see. I don't know if you want me to turn hey. it on. <laughs>
1: Hi, welcome to the show, Coach. Let me introduce you to our audience. We have joining us uh, Coach David Galushi from the Mount Olive Boys, Boys Lacrosse Program, which he has been with since, since its inception in 2005. Also um, runs the Thunder Club lacrosse team as well. So thanks for joining us, Coach. How you doing?
5: I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. No Thank problem.
1: you, Coach.
0: We appreciate you coming on.
1: Did we catch you coming right off the field from somewhere?
5: Absolutely. But uh, that, I wouldn't want it any
0: other way. That, that's it. That's it. That's the dedication we want on the show. No, but coach, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, like Jen said, you started the program from scratch. Can you explain some ups and downs of building, uh, of building that program? And um, part two of it is, where do you even want to take it going forward?
5: Um, so I'll uh, we'll start with the ups and downs of the program. I mean, I have to say, at the beginning, uh, 2005, 2000, I was blessed to just have some really fun, awesome kids uh, on the team. We didn't win a lot, you know. <laughs> we lost. We, you know, we were in the Iron Hills Conference right from the get-go, and uh, we had a team of no, no, with no varsity experience, no lacrosse experience. Um, you know, our first season, I think we were three and twelve, second season, three and six, uh, three and fifteen. But I had a <laughs> lot of fun, you know. Plus. Um, I, I was young at the time, too, and uh, not that I'm not young now, but, um, you know, I, I was uh, right out of, uh, not right out of college, I had two years at Bailey Ellard High School, but uh, after, you know, I was still relatively young, I had a lot of fun with those, we had some really great kids, really great personalities, uh, and there's always ups and downs, you know, you, you win some, you lose some. I try not to really let that be a guide in my success uh, as a coach, I, I try to guide my success, uh, by other measures, you know, by, you know, my alumni keeping in touch with me and seeing where they're at now in their lives, they're raising families and, um, you know, contributing to society and, and, you know, their good husbands and their, their good fathers. And, you know, to me, like that's the, 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 the up of the up, like that's the top for me, you know, uh, it's so great to see that, um, you know, there's downs, you know, there's, there's obviously there's losses and sometimes there's trauma and sometimes there's things that happen in life and, you know, but it's always great to have a family, you know, an extended family like we have at Mount Alva Um, You know, I keep in touch with our alumni and they're always interested in what's going on. They're always hanging around practice. Sometimes a little too much. I can't get rid of them. <laughs> <you know? laughs> but, um, and there was a second part to that question too. Uh, just, I, I think you were asking yeah, them, just like I, Yeah. Just where like, do we like go?
0: yeah. Where do you want to go?
5: I mean, you know, I, I think I had a five-year plan, you know, know, uh, I tell you the last year right now, things are so different in the way we have to approach a season that, you know, it's, I'm thinking more about the kids, you know, and, and their, their health, their mental health and their physical health and, you know things that they have to do, and, and the it makes you really think about why do we play sports in the first place? You know what I mean? And you know for me, I mean I, I've been extremely lucky. Like I said, I have a great coaching staff, um, guys like Joe Zupko, Sean Buck that have been with me for you know ten years, um, eleven years, and and they, you know now I have Anthony Mosca on staff, which is a great pickup. But like these are great, these are great guys to be around. And whatever happens, whatever we face, um, you know, it's great to have that extended family that we can, you know, bounce stuff off of. And, you know, I I think that's what it's all about, you know. And, you know, there's wins and losses. You hope to win more than you lose, you know. Right.
1: Uh, coach, you grew up in a coaching family. Your dad, John Gallucci Sr., was a legendary football and lacrosse coach. So I was wondering if you can explain the impact and influence that that had on you and maybe even continues to have on you today.
5: <laughs> yeah, you know, um, I mean, first of all, that's a huge compliment. I mean, I, I played for my father. Um, he's inspired me to be everything I am today. Um, again, I'm tremendously lucky to be brought up in that household, you know, with, with my, my old man, as well as my brothers, you know, we were all division one athletes and uh, we were extremely lucky in that capacity. And uh, yeah, I've pretty much, not only have I learned pretty much everything from him, I mean, so is my coaching staff, you know, so is um, a lot of other people around me, um, you know, and talk about football a little bit, because when people mention you know, my father's name, they think lacrosse a lot, but you know, playing football, back day you know when i was younger going to those montville high school football games you know under the lights you know or and seeing those games and i just loved it i mean that's that's how i fell in love with sports i'm
1: on the inside track it was the montville that's why i know about his football (laughs) that's
5: right that's right that's right the montville connection um you know i love football i still love football um football for me shaped me as an individual um, in high school, it was, uh, you know, we had a, 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 tremendous experience, you know, but lacrosse has always been that, uh, that sport that I, you know, number one, I guess I was better at, but number two, for whatever reason, I just, I fell in love with it. I, I you know, it was my passion and, um, you know, I love watching the game grow, you know, and, and again, win, lose or draw, whatever happens, happens, but you know, outside of that, there's so much more to lacrosse in the growth of the sport. And, um, you know, seeing areas, you know, when I was in high school, you know, there was 57 teams or something like that. I'm sure my old man will probably comment and correct. uh, (laughs) Like there was 52, uh, you know, to where it is now, you know, 300 high school teams, um, I'm the head coach at Mount Olive, which didn't have a program, you know, um, it, I grew up in Mount of I went to a different high school so I could play lacrosse. Um, so it's just amazing. And I have made so many great relationships with people, uh, lifelong friends that, uh, because of this game, that's, that's why I've, I've just, you know, followed it for as long as I have. And I just, I love coaching it as much as I do.
0: Coach, can you give a little preview of, uh, of this year's team? (laughs) Mention some of the kids and stuff, whatever you got. I know it's way, it's way away.
5: I'm wondering what kind of answer you're getting from, from spring coaches on this. I, I hope I'm not way off, but I, I mean, you got to consider, I haven't been able to be around my kids for two years. You know, we had six practices last year. We shut down. We weren't allowed near them and they haven't developed. I mean, maybe they play club ball. Maybe they, you know, they've, they got a, a rebounder in their backyard. Um, they haven't developed. And, and I, I really don't know what I have <laughs> to be honest. Um, I graduated a class of 18 seniors. Um, I have a a senior class coming back. I know those kids because they were sophomores. Um, I know all the kids, but I'm talking about knowing them as lacrosse players. Strengths and weaknesses and stuff like that. I mean, unless I've seen them play club ball, you know, I, I know my senior class pretty well. My junior class. With a couple of exceptions, Jeff, remember, was on a freshman field two
1: years we, ago. We just had a the yeah. West Essex girls lacrosse program on, and they happened to have had like four freshmen contributors. But as we're preparing, yeah. my question was, oh, your freshmen at the time are now your juniors, like you're saying, like you, you took right. such a small pool of kids that you're bringing yeah, back. Co- coach, crazy. I want to
0: go off topic real quick. How hard was it last year to tell these kids like, there's no season when it was when when it was officially like I know they were saying at some point. You know, we're going to try, hold off. But when it was like, it's done, how hard was that as a coach to tell these kids, like, um, you're not playing no more?
5: You know, without without getting too broken up, I would coached some of those 2020s since they were in, like, fourth grade, fifth mm-hmm. grade. Kids like Yanni Callis, RJ Hanna, um, John Weedow. Um, I've coached these kids, Frankie Meow. Uh, you know, this this – it seems like every once in a while you have a class come by. And you're like, this is it. And, you know, for us, it was, you know, 2012. And then it was 2015. And then it was 2018. And our 2020 class was going to be a class where we were like, this is a great group of kids. I mean, I don't know if we're going to win a state championship. It's not really about that. It's that we have a great group of kids. And we're going to have a lot of fun this year. You know, I think we're going to win more than we lose. But we're going to have a lot of fun this year. And, you know, missing out on that experience and having to tell the kids – the worst part about it was I couldn't tell the kids face to face. I had to tell them on like a group meet text message or, you know, I, I, I called some of them, some of the seniors. I I think I called all the seniors, but you know, that took like a week or two because I'd have one conversation and I just, I couldn't pick up the phone again. Yeah. You know, it it was just that hard, Yeah, you know? Um,
1: Every time we have Every this conversation, to I, again, learn something new about, like, what teams went well, through. Really what how happened, And, yeah, and yeah. How, how they dealt with it. But, yeah. um, Coach, if I'm i like... had,
5: oh, I had some different reactions, you know. I had kids that just broke down, just oh. flat-out broke down. And, like, I just felt like I was there for them as best I could. But at the same time, I was breaking down. You know, it was, it was hard. You had to be strong. Uh, and then there were other kids that were like... You know, we had seven kids go on to play college ball, you know. um, So we had other kids that were like, we'll get through it. You know, I I felt like as a team, the guys relied on each other. You know, uh, we had a banquet, um, an awesome banquet, great banquet. Uh, We we only, you know, because of the capacity levels, we only had seniors and coaches. And uh, it was, you know... it it was it was just our way of getting together one more time yeah Yeah.
1: that's
0: nice yeah and we haven't really heard that from like that's that's an awesome idea awesome to have it give their kids their you know i'm saying they're due due and and like you said one more thing together as a team
1: coach if i'm um you know there's a a freshman boys lacrosse player who's starting at mount olive high school what can he expect from the mount olive boys program and what would be expected of him
5: uh, a, a boys' freshman lacrosse player starting on yeah, the varsity just, level? No, just coming or starting, into your program. Yeah, playing. into
1: your, Yeah, just playing in your program in general. Varsity, Jay, doesn't just what's it like to be – what can he expect as a Mount Olive High School player in general?
5: Well, I, first and foremost, I hope that they're going to have fun their freshman year. You know, now like I said, I've, I'm very lucky. I have a tremendous freshman coach, and Sean Buck has been my freshman coach for a long time. And uh, they're going to have fun. But, you, you know, as you know – as a coach yourself um, when, when, when you get to high school, the commitment level is a little different, you know, it's six days a week and it's, you know, it's a grind Um, and you're going to work hard, you know, uh, Mount of high school. I, I, you know, I think we're kind of known for being a very blue collar lacrosse team. You know, we tend to win games in between the restraining lines. We don't outskill a whole lot of people, um, but we, we win games out of, out of just grit, you know, Um, our defensemen are, typically you know type of kids they're going to go out play on an island and beat on you you know we're an old school kind of lacrosse team that you know we try to just outwork our opponents every day and that starts in practice you know every single drill if you're a freshman coming out on my advice you know every single drill you do you have to do it as hard as you possibly can you know because that's the only way to improve you know that's that's and that's what it's all about you know those are the things where a coach Or you know, when I call down to my freshman coach and I say, "Hey, got a couple injuries or whatever. What do you got? You know, (laughs) I might need a kid up here." (laughs) You know, those are those are the things that he's looking at. You know, Um, I mean, there's work ethic, but as you also know, it's it's character too. You know what I mean? Like we're looking for a locker room guy that and and that starts freshman year because in rec there really doesn't that locker room sense really isn't there. You kind of get out of your car, play lacrosse, get in your car.
0: Right.
5: Uh, When you get, when you get to high school, it's a little more like you're together all the time. You know, you're together all the time. You're, you're eating together at lunch. You know, generally they crash my classroom during lunch and annoy (laughs) me, but whatever. Like I love having them in there because it's, you know, it's actually fun, but they like annoying me, but um, you know, it's great to, to see them. You see them in the hallways, they're together in the hallways, they're eating lunch together after school, they're together. Um, they go to the locker room, they're together, you know, we practice and then they go back there together. Um, I see them out in the town. I stop at seven the 11. There's a group of them together, you know, uh, sometimes they send me pictures of them up shooting at the high school, you know, and they're all together. And, uh, you know, that's, again, that's like just that really awesome experience that high school offers, you know, high school sports, you know? And, uh, I think it's why, like, you know, you look at colleges and stuff and even employers, these days, like they're looking for athletes. They're looking for people that can coexist on a team. Yep. You know,
0: uh, my last one for you, coach, like you said before, lacrosse is definitely growing and evolving. Um, is there any, and again, not that you've been there for a while, we saying you're old because we're all young. We're all we're all young. So not you can taking it. It's okay. No, 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 okay. no. But you've you've been I've there a the couple. Grips. You've been there a couple of years because age is only a number. I listen. I, forty six. I feel like I'm thirty, but that doesn't matter. But is there anything the state or even you know the NJSIAA can do that, in your opinion, just either to change up the lacrosse to better the, the high school lacrosse in Jersey? Anything in your opinion?
5: How much time you got? (laughs) uh, Yeah, I I 100% think that there are some things that we do here in New Jersey that disadvantages us when we play um, interstate. Um, Some of the sanctions and regulations. For example, I can't coach a high school lacrosse player in the fall. Why? Um, I, I understand why maybe that was true 20, 30 years ago. Uh, the, the whole landscape is different now. Um, and I, I, I just, at this point, I think it should be looked at things like that. Um, you know, we're, we're not able to have access to our players. There's gray, you know, I understand there's gray areas, but I think it just needs to be looked at as to when those gray areas are. And uh, I think, telling a high school head coach that he can't have access to his player at the end of the day is going to disadvantage the athlete. You know, the more I can develop a player, the better that player is going to be, right. in my opinion, okay. you know? Um, and that's, you know, maybe people will disagree with me, you know, but these days, every lacrosse coach I know that's a head lacrosse coach is generally affiliated with some club lacrosse programs, mm-hmm. right? They have their players generally play for their club lacrosse program. You know, <laughs> I mean, and that's, you know, not all of them do. I my kids play everywhere. You know, I've some kids, you know, obviously play Thunder. Um, I just want them to play. I just want the game to grow. That's what I'm about. But, you know, I should be high school head coaches not being able to access their kids. I think it's a, dis, a disadvantage, you know, and it should be looked at. I think it, it's this is the landscape has changed. People are playing lacrosse all year round. Right. Nothing's going to change that. Um, and I think that's why that was back back in the day. I think that's why that was in place. You know, um, you know, for me, like, like, you know, that's a big one. They have like the 365 rule with eighth graders and stuff. There's some really ridiculous rules out there that, um, in my opinion, stunts the growth of some of the athletes. Um, freshman teams tend to play on the same day as the varsity team which means me as a head coach, I can't see my freshmen play most of the time. Mm -hmm. Again, this is like another thing, you know, and it's, that's a scheduling issue, but you know, little, just little things like that, that, you know, having done this, this will be my 19th year coaching high school across, you know, and just some of the things I've learned that I I wish some people would take a look at, you know,
1: Coach, the, the last thing I wanted to uh, have you kind of discuss was actually the Thunder Lacrosse program. Um, I was fortunate enough in oh my gosh, I'm going to really date myself now in 1999. <laughs> no, we're going to go beyond uh, earlier than 2000. In 1999, when I started at Montville, your father, you know, took me on as part of the AFED program, the summer league, and. I got to really see Thunder Lacrosse like evolve, just like the game is yeah. evolving. So um, I just want to kind of give you, you know, the a forum to kind of discuss what Thunder Lacrosse is, how it came to be, and what it's all about. Because I always felt so fortunate to be part of a program that I really felt was about bettering the kids as players and giving them a positive experience. So I'm not going to steal your thunder, not to you know, be throw that corny line. But I want to <laughs> have you kind of talk uh, about uh. the program a little bit. <laughs>
5: Yeah, you know, uh, Thunder Lacrosse is expanding. And, you know, one of the things we hang our hat on is the quality of our coaching. Um, not to give a sales pitch, but I, I think that's very, very important. We have high school head coaches, you know, Morris County, uh, Warren County, um, Sussex County. And I think it's important that especially young players, I got two of them in the car with me right now. They're <laughs> done with their lacrosse practice, actually. They just popped in here. Um, and... <laughs> I think it's important that they're receiving quality coaching, you know, and, and it's more than just look, it's more than just roll a ball and you're going to go practice with your team. You know, it's, it's more than that. It's training. And, you know, in, with Thunder, we train, our kids train as part of tuition. I mean, they, they train three days a week. They can train Wednesday, they can train Thursday, they can train Sunday, and they can work that, with, you know, within their schedule. And I think the training component <laughs> is so important. You know that not only are they receiving the training that there's a place to go do that, but also that you're happy. You know, receiving quality training by guys that have been doing this for a very long time. The majority of my coaches at Thunder have been with me like more than six, seven, eight years. I've guys have with me, you know, ten years, eleven years. Um, and you know, there's a lot of great club lacrosse programs out there. You know, and that's another that's another great thing that's been happening with the sport is as time has evolved. You know. Like, back in the day, Jenna, like, there wasn't a lot of pro- programs out there. It wasn't a lot of travel programs out right. there, you know. Right. Uh, when when ath was in – started in 92, there, there was really nothing else – going on
1: well our first and, our first we pulled for the girls side we actually pulled kids from the summer league and made like an uh, impromptu team to like yep. just take to our first tournament i mean that was yeah. like <laughs> it, it's infancy you know it's it's like uh, crazy how it's evolved yeah <laughs> that's
5: how that's how it all started That's how it all, yeah absolutely we traveled in our at pennies
1: yep and
5: um, <laughs> that's how it all started we we were kind of paving the way in, in some regards uh but now you have um you know, kids have such opportunities. You don't have to be the elite of the elite to make a, a club lacrosse team. You know, there's, there's a lot of programs out there um, that do a good job. And, you know, I have a lot of competitors out there that I talk to every day. And, you know, I have a lot of respect for, you know, um, and we all believe in the same thing and growing the game, you know, and, and making the community, you know, a better place for lacrosse players, making it know more the game more accessible to lacrosse players, I should say. You know, so there's so many opportunities out there right now for kids to follow their passion all year round. You know, and I'm not, believe it or not, I'm not a guy that says you should play lacrosse all year round. If no, I'm not I'm not one of those guys, you know, who says you should play lacrosse all year round. I got my kids in the car, they play hockey, they play lacrosse. Um I tell high school kids they should play multiple sports. You know, if you're playing football Go play football this fall, you know. Mm-hmm. Keep a stick in your hand on a Sunday, you know. Go right. you know, hit the rebounder, meet your buddy up at the field, throw around, you know. Be smart, don't get hurt. But, um, you know, go play football. If you're a wrestler in the winter, go wrestle. Like, good luck, man. Like, one thing I know about wrestlers is you're going to come, you're ready for the lacrosse season. You're going to be in shape. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, basketball players, hockey players. Um, you know, I always say basketball players make great defense.
1: Uh, Agreed, uh, 100%. players make great in, right, <laughs> <laughs> so,
5: uh, i got all all my kids are hockey defensemen and they're all uh, they all play lacrosse they're all attacked <laughs> uh, but i mean i i encourage them to you know play other sports run track you know you got nothing to do this fall you know run track um run cross country you know it's so good for you there's so many opportunities um for these kids to get involved and, you know, follow their passion. We got like EA sports and stuff now happening. (laughs) You got that going on. EA sports league, now rocket league Uh competitions and stuff (laughs) with the video games. There's so many things to get involved in. And, uh, you know, these days where I think kids are just obviously craving that networking, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and, and craving the togetherness and the team play. And they, you know, we're at a time now where they just need to be around each other. Uh, whatever you got, whatever you can do, you know, do it. Anything that's going to look on your resume, my opinion,
1: All right, Coach, our our last little bit with you is something we call rapid fire. So we have a couple quick questions. We're just going to fire at you.
5: That sounds fun.
0: (laughs) All right, here we go. Your favorite athlete of all time? Wayne Gretzky. Okay, and you said you're a big football fan. Who's your favorite football team? Uh, I'm a Giants fan, Okay. unfortunately. Okay. (laughs) So are you all in with Danny Dimes? You you, you like him or no? (laughs)
5: We'll see. Okay. Okay. We'll see. No committal.
1: Non committal. I like that.
5: I like the direction of the team right now. Uh, you know, I, I, I like the direction of the team. So, All right. And
0: my last question about football, because a couple people, when we do our high school sports shows, who were big giant fans, were not on board with Joe Judge. Were you on board with Joe Judge? And now, after a year, what do you think of Joe Judge?
5: Uh, I'm not going to, I don't, I don't have an opinion on it, okay. <laughs> to be honest. Don't so know. Yeah. yeah. I, I would, t- I'll be honest. I haven't really followed uh, NFL football. I haven't really followed it, um, in a, in a while. Okay. You're uh, too, you're uh, too you know, busy just, with that's lacrosse. Just, there you go. <laughs> I mean, a big part of it is Sundays. I'm doing lacrosse. Yeah. And the, yeah. the other part of it is the Giants just aren't, aren't very good. Right. And, um, uh, I just haven't, you know, I, I watch a lot, of, you know, I watch college football, but, um, you know. My boys are always—we're always watching Devils games, nice. uh, you you know, in our Sorry, household, nice. and Devils games and NASCAR races there you are go. usually, we usually we are. Yeah, game. we're wondering who won the Devils game. Actually, if you have that, <laughs> I
0: have to find that out for you. while well, Jen, asks your I'll next give you question. This
1: one. I'm sure he'll have the answer. So, uh, <laughs> my hey, kids are um, asking. <laughs> my parents actually moved to Flanders about four years ago, so I'm wondering if you could nice. tell—is there a hidden gem of a, an eatery that they need to check out? Something that would be a little off the beaten path for them um we're all about food on this show yeah yeah we got some
5: good places (laughs) you're talking to the right guy uh there's a sandwich shop there's a sandwich shop across the lake i think it's i think it's called bj's i i could be wrong it might be called it might be another two letters maybe someone can comment and tell me the right name (laughs) (laughs) but uh they they make a great Sandwich. I hope the place is still around. Uh, I used to go there back in the day. I'm pretty sure it is. I think it's called the BJ Sandwich Shop. It's right across from the lake. on so i Route 46.
1: Okay. Okay. Enzo's,
5: Enzo's Pizzeria. Enzo's Pizza. So uh, it's down by Sandshore Road. Everyone argues in Mount Al who's got the best pizza. Who's got the <laughs> best? Enzo's is is delicious. It's very very good. Um, I like their pizza. I like. See, you got some pizzerias that are good at pizza and others that are good at dishes. And stuff like Dino's does a great dish, you know. Enzo's, I think, is all crossed board quality stuff. No matter what you get, you're in the mood for like ZD Meatball Sub. That's got to go good. on our list. Yep,
1: yeah, yeah, absolutely.
5: Uh, My dad yeah. might be watching, yeah. so he might be making mental notes. Yeah, <laughs> going out tomorrow. Enzo's. Uh, I, I got. I'll, I'll plug one more place. You got to check out uh, Jersey Girl Brewery if you haven't checked that out yet. They no. make.
1: No, that one. I don't, Yeah. All right. Good
5: to know. So Jersey go brewery. They make some, some really good beers. Okay. Okay. Uh, if you're a beer drinker, um, my favorite is the rake breaker. I know the guy that owns it. Um, and I always tell him, it's a rake breaker. The story of rake breaker, how that actually happens. This is a pretty cool story. It's on the bottle. You should read it. Uh, <laughs> if you like an IPA rake is a good one. M O Pilsner's is a great beer. Um, you know, they got, they got some good ones. Nice. Very okay.
0: Nice. Uh, little breaking news here: the ra- the uh, Devils are down one nothing to the Islanders with 14 minutes in the third. So, uh,
5: there's still time.
0: Just to <laughs> give you a lot of time. All right. What's your What was your biggest win as a coach?
5: My biggest win as a coach uh, was probably against West Morris in the quarterfinals of the state tournament. It was the first and only time we'd ever seen them in, a, in the state tournament. We were losing 6-1 at the end of the first quarter, and we won 13-12. to We killed – we had eight minutes and 30 seconds left in the game. We had a one-goal lead, and we pulled off a seven-minute and 30-second stall. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, keep it, like keep it yeah. in the box, stall. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and then we ended up losing the ball. They got the ball with a minute and a half. They were a great team. They had some great players on that team. So did we. And um, they got the ball. They got it down in our end. And one of our D mids, our short stick D mids, stripped the player of the ball. We ended up picking it up, calling timeout. We ended up winning. That that was a really big win. Um, That one I'll probably remember for a long time. A couple of those kids that played in that game for us. Um, are actually now coaching in my youth organization, oh, nice. which like, you know, it's like one of those full circle, um, you know, things that are that kind of, are you know, you look at yours it, is really cool. You know, I would, I would say that.
0: All right. And then, you know, the second part of that question, I got to ask you tough, toughest, yeah, sure. toughest <laughs> loss.
5: Uh, so there's a lot to choose from, uh, you know, <laughs>
0: that's what everybody Every, says on this show,
5: you know? Um. You, you know, you hate to lose in the, in the, in the state finals, you hate to lose in the state finals, uh, you know, 2018 Northern Highlands, they just had a great team. Um, And not, not to take anything away from them. They were a fantastic team, but you know, I wish we could play that game again. And uh, you know, it was for us, it was two days after prom, which uh, mm-hmm. I've never won a game after prom. Yeah. You know, it's, that's another thing. Uh, you know, it's it's really hard. You don't want to tell the kids they can't go to prom. You're not going to do that. They go to prom, yeah. and then uh, you know we had a day of rest, and then we played Saturday morning. And uh, you know, I wish I wish we could replay that game. And uh, I don't know if we would have won it. I don't think so. I think that Northern Ohio team was pretty good, but I think it would have been a much better game.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, Coach, you had mentioned, you know, we talked about your father, who I I know personally as well. You mentioned your brother is all Division I athletes. So my question is, who is the most competitive out of you guys?
5: Out of, uh, this includes my father? Yep,
1: including (laughs) your father, yep. (laughs) Uh.
5: Yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure my old man is, is the most competitive <laughs> of all of us. There, there's not a doubt. Uh, if I had to go with a second choice, I think that's the obvious one. If I had to go with a second choice, I'd say my brother Jay. You know, my brother Jason, um, pretty competitive guy. Um, but he he's the type of dude that he's just he's really competitive, but he doesn't talk about it. You know what I mean? He doesn't quiet talk about competitive, it, he's yeah. competitive, yeah. Quiet here. competitive, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, but. Uh, you know, he played, he was a linebacker at Penn State, but, um, you know, his, you know, I just you know, the things he's, you know, he's down working at Princeton University now and, uh, he's probably one of the hardest working people I know.
0: So. Okay. And my last one's an easy one, Under Armour, Nike, or Adidas?
5: Under Armour for me, no doubt. Okay.
1: All right. And my last one is you can hang a quote on the locker room wall for your team to see each day. What is it that you're hanging up there?
5: To be successful, you must be. uh, Let me think about this for a second. (laughs) In order to be successful, you must have an image of success at all times.
1: Nice. Very nice. All right, Coach. That's uh, that's the end of our rapid fire session. We want to thank you for for coming on tonight. Really appreciate you taking the time. You had two little co uh, co hosts there in the back that were so good. yeah. <laughs> uh,
5: uh, I don't know if you can see them. I don't know. Right, we, a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> see, they're,
1: they're oh. Good luck, Hi, guys. guys.
0: Ah! Good luck with your Devils tonight. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> need it
0: You're can lose. Yeah. no 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 don't give up the hope sir oh, wait, wait wait okay. wait i i don't want to do this because you guys never never
5: come back on the show
0: it's two nothing islanders
5: yeah, <laughs> yeah. of course so, <laughs> let me guess yeah, let, yeah. let me guess barzell
1: uh
0: no
5: no no right. oh, wait
0: i don't think so what is it
5: no
1: Right, and Coach, well, best, of <laughs> best of luck. That was a I'm calling Best of luck this called. season.
5: Daddy's called the game already. They there you go. There wrestling. you go.
1: Best of yeah. luck to you, and if we had a chance, we'd love to catch up with you as the season's going on and see how you're doing.
5: Sounds great. It's good Absolutely. to see you again. Thank you, thank Coach.
1: Good luck. Thanks for coming All right. on. See you guys. Good night.
5: Okay,
0: great interview with uh, yeah, Coach. Coach Colucci, absolutely. Coach Brosnan saying good luck, great job.
1: Um, and that was a fun show tonight. Yeah, very good stuff. A go- uh,
0: yeah. uh, couple great guests.
1: We got this, the spring season upon us, so getting into that swing of, yeah. of lacrosse a little bit. So. next week,
0: we're getting, we got a bunch of people we're going to squeeze in the next couple of weeks, um, hopefully, yep. you know, that, yep. that reached Lining out and want to get yep. them up. And um, them that's it, the topics, I love the topics tonight. Some great little get fired up, you and I, get some debates. We always follow and see where Coach Breslin wants to go,
1: uh, how his <laughs>
0: answers are. You of know. course,
1: well, he always has such a, such good commentary to add. Of course, Yep. very knowledgeable. Um, so, um, oh, real quick, our our picks from last week, Oh yeah, week, go ahead, sure, go, go over. Ahead. So we had. Uh,
0: do we have records?
1: We we do. Uh, Kurt, we had five games that we picked. One did not get played. So uh, Lodi was defeated by Garfield. We had both picked Lodi. Um, West Essex beat Nutley. We had both picked picked West Essex. Saddlebrook lost to Elmwood Park. We had both picked Elmwood Park. And the one deciding factor was the Montville-Mars Catholic game. You picked... Mars Catholic. I picked Montville, and Mont- I'm sorry I had that reverse. I picked Mars Catholic. You had Montville. See, just like is natural for me don't to say take Montville. Cre- don't take that I know, credit. It's hard. It was a hard thing to pick against them, but they were victorious. They beat, they, they they crushed a really talented Mars Catholic team. Yeah, so yeah, I got the Vito so were- I got the veto twins on my side. Don't worry about that. <laughs> so you are. Uh, I'm not two going against two. the Vito twins. You crazy? Two and two, and I yeah. am one and three. So Coach President
0: saying thank you, Kenny. Uh, thank you. Wait, thank you, Kenny. Looks like Kurt is still cold. <laughs> Actually, I'm warming up a little bit.
1: Oh, Just in time for the end of the show. So thank you, everybody, for watching. And I hope to see you guys next week. We'll see
0: you guys next week. Enjoy the nice weather coming tomorrow yeah, in the, see the 50s. It. See you guys tomorrow.